Welcome to Psalm 92. This is yet another beautiful psalm that was used by the community of God, that is the people of Israel, to sing praises to God. If you notice the heading, it says, A song for the Sabbath day. A song for the Sabbath day. It is Derek Kidna who says that this song for the Sabbath is a proof that in the Old Testament, Sabbath was not only a day of rest, but also a day of corporate worship. A day when people rested from their work and lifted their thoughts to God. And here the psalmist says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Yes, it is good to give thanks to the Lord as we look ahead by faith and praise Him for His loving kindness. It is Martin Luther who said, I have so much to do that I shall spend the first three hours in prayer. In other words, seeking God in the morning kind of speaks volumes about our object of trust and our dependence too, isn't it? And Martin Luther knew he could not walk into the day without the strength of his Lord. It is John Bunyan who said, He who runs from God in the morning will scarcely find him the rest of the day. He who runs from God in the morning will scarcely find him the rest of the day. And may I say, this is so true. You run from God in the morning thinking you will do your prayers later. And believe me, you will scarcely find time or either God. And the psalmist says, we give you thanks in the morning, but we also give you thanks every night. Yes, we give you thanks in the morning, but we will also give you thanks every night. As the day ends, we will look back and praise you for your faithfulness over our lives. Yes, it is good to give thanks to the Lord in the morning and in the night, for it is appropriate, because it is fitting, because it is good, because God is worthy of our praise, also because it reveals our object of trust. In fact, the psalmist gives us the reason to thank the Lord for. In verses 5, he says, We give thanks for you, O Lord, have made me glad through your work. You, O Lord, have made me glad through your work. And note here, the focus is not what we do for God, but on what God has done with his own hands. And we give you thanks, O Lord, for you made me glad through your works. And he says, we give you thanks for your thoughts, O God, are very deep, they are very intelligent, very broad, touching absolutely everything. Of course, this praise is accompanied. In verses 3, the psalmist says, give thanks to him on an instrument of ten strings and on the harp and make a harmonious sound for the glory of God. Now, of course, this is a corporate worship where a lot of musicians are involved. But perhaps in our homes, get your children involved if they can play an instrument. Perhaps you yourself may play one. If nothing, just clap your hands and make a joyful noise unto the Lord and give Him praise. But you see, there is an intentional setting aside of time in the morning and in the evening to give thanks to the Lord. And it is appropriate to do it individually and corporately as well. Second, the psalmist says, It is good to give thanks unto the Lord, for He has made us part of eternity. Yes, the Lord has made us part of eternity. In verse 6, he says, The senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand. They do not understand the coming judgment. They live in the flesh. They don't understand the things of the Spirit. Yes, of course, they prosper like the grass and flourish, but they will be destroyed. However, those who trust in the Lord shall be exalted. 
You know, the Old Testament idea of eternity was that of life after death. It was eternity as future existence. But in the New Testament, with the culmination of the New Covenant, life of eternity, that is the mode of life with God, starts the moment we are born again. So we live our eternal life right now as we have accepted the Lord as our Savior. So we praise God and we give Him thanks for making us part of eternity, a life with Jesus that we live right now. Third, the psalmist says it is good to give thanks to the Lord for he alone anoints us. For the Lord alone anoints us. In verse 10, the psalmist says, But my horn you have lifted like a wild ox. I've been anointed with fresh oil. You know, each morning as we wait on the Lord, He, the Lord, anoints us for the task ahead. He alone can anoint us for the task ahead. He strengthens us like the wild ox and He renews us to serve God in various capacities. Now here is something very interesting. The psalmist goes on to say, the attitude of gratitude to God will keep us from becoming a grumbler in our old age. It will keep us from becoming grouchy and touchy and a fault finder when we are gray and old. But developing an attitude of giving thanks will surely make a summon who is flourishing and fruitful and faithful as well. Listen to verse 14. It says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, meaning in the presence of God, shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bear fruit in old age and they shall be fresh and they shall be flourishing. Yes, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and sing praises to his name to declare his loving kindness in the morning and his faithfulness every night. So would you, my friend, would you take time to praise God in the morning and to praise God in the evening individually and corporately as well? Shall we pray? Dear Lord, May I be ever praising you, for it is appropriate, because it is fitting, because it is good, because God, you're worthy of my praise, also because it reveals my object of trust. So would you find me in your presence, individually and corporately, ever praising you for your goodness and your faithfulness, that I would be found in your house, fresh, bearing fruit and flourishing as well. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.